Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two uh, inmates with violent histories of crime, including murder, escaped from a prison, minimum security prison in British Columbia, known as William Head. Now, William Head is modeled as a residential area. We talked about this prison initially maybe 25 years ago when it made the news for being what it was, a sort of condo world in, in prison terminology. So it's modeled as a residential area with neighborhoods and provides very little supervision for inmates. It has one fence. I think it's eight feet high. Scott Newark joins us, former Crown Attorney in uh, in Alberta. He was the executive director for the Canadian Police Association as well, senior policy advisor for the Federal Minister of Public Safety, adjunct professor now at Simon Fraser University. We first talked about William Head Prison 25 years ago. Yeah, it's back in the news again, and for similar reasons. So this was supposed to be the great experiment, wasn't it? This was supposed to be the, the, the yeah, new way, the new way mean, to do um, things. I'm sure that that is something that the, the people from CSC are already talking about is all the success that they have. But when these guys first escaped out of the prison, it was a week ago, very shortly, they were immediately labeled, quotation mark, dangerous. And virtually immediately, the mayor of the city uh, right next to them said, well, if they're dangerous, why are they in a minimum security facility? Good question. And then as more details came out, it was apparent, or we learned, that one of the guys had actually been convicted of a uh, rape of a a seven-year-old girl been sentenced to prison, ultimately released, and he was subsequently convicted of a murder of a 20-year-old uh, woman. The other guy was, uh, con- was had a, they were both repeat offenders. The other guy was serving on a uh, robbery charge as well as aggravated assault where he had beaten a guy with a, uh, a wrench, and the, uh, the guy ended up uh, paralyzed. And I did some digging around myself, and I found one other feature about these two guys, too. Guess what? They both previously escaped from prison before. <laughs> so I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. Who but... <laughs> in hell made the decision that these guys should be in a minimum security facility? You know what it reminds me of? When you were on the air with me one day, we were talking to Correctional Service Canada. And the spokesperson for CSC told us that you and I and people who, you know, sort of max out at a speeding ticket or a parking ticket are non-convicted individuals living in the community, right? Yes. Yes, we were just we're just we're just we're just waiting to cross over. That's how do, how does that happen? Scott, how do they go how do how do you end up in a minimum security institution when you, I'm asking in all seriousness when you have that kind of criminal well, that's history? What, that's what really worries me and you and I've been talking about this and as you point out we have been talking about it and exposing it for decades and then I think it there was large progress made, but in the last couple of years, it feels to me as though this culture within Correctional Service of Canada is creeping back in. It became such a feature that it was actually known by an acronym, GTO, Get Them Out. And if you remember, about a month ago, we discussed a report, and a really alarming report, that was issued by the union representing the federal uh, parole officers that, that described exactly that, that the new, this culture was back, that everything was measured on, 
you know, getting the success was measured by getting people out of custody. And this feature in particular about minimizing security classifications, you may recall, back around 2000, we exposed what was going on at Correctional Service of Canada. It was known as the 50-50 quota that the head of CSC, a guy named Ole Engstrup, had decided that he knew best and it should be 50% in and 50% out to hell with, you know, risk. And he designed a system with different decision-making levers, as he called them. And, Roy, one of them was in deliberately reducing security classification because with a lower security classification, it meant you were more likely to be released. And I have a really bad feeling about this, that this culture is creeping back in. So the question I have is, how do you get the job of being Commissioner of Correctional Service Canada if this is your approach? Well, you recall we did get rid of them. Well, I know. My my real question now at this point is, so who is going to look into this, Mr. Minister Goodale? Are you going to look into how the decision was made to put these guys in this facility and take action against it to expose if this culture is there? Because right now there is no institutional provision, you know, frankly, other than the media and reporting on it and the, the work that you do on reporting on this stuff that's exposing this to the truth because it definitely has public safety consequences. We need to get to the truth. You know what I, I will never forget is when I have conversations with individuals who have done time and a lot of time in prison, and they're the ones who tell me, just in one-on-one conversations, how easy it is to manipulate the system. Yes. It's there to be manipulated, and why, why wouldn't they? I mean, what's their incentive not to? Well, especially if management has designed this culture and the way you achieve success is by meeting their requirements. As I mentioned on this 50-50 quota, this guy who set this up, I mean, obviously I didn't agree with him, but he was brilliant. He actually set numerical quotas for things like uh, reduced security uh, classifications, reducing the number of parole revocations, okay? And that's literally what was put in place and it sends the message and it's not the frontline workers it's management that has this culture that success is measured in you know getting them out it act that's actually where that gto phrase came from there was inquest into somebody who should never have been released and killed someone and the officers the correctional officers described that culture as gto i've been at parole hearings and heard parole officers i remember i'll never forget this one where the Parole officer was recommending uh, uh, full parole for this thug who was sitting beside her, and as the uh, the board took a break, we were you know outside sort of talking. She goes, she looks around, lowers her voice, and goes, "God, I hope they don't let him out." And I said, "You just recommended it." And she goes, they all look at each other and sort of smirk and go, "Well, you know, it's GTO. That is not the way our system should work, and we need to get to the bottom of this." Mr. Newark, thank you for the time. Okay, Roy. Scott Newark, former Crown Attorney. He was the executive director for the Canadian Police Association, now adjunct professor at Simon Fraser University and national security advisor to both the federal government and provincial security advisor to Ontario following 9-11. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.